1: 252741607 274 or visit us on the web at www.hflc.us. We look forward to hearing from you. Be blessed now as you listen to God's Word.
0: Receive the Word tonight. You should have got a card that has been given to you. Don't worry too much about that card right now. I'll tell you when you need it. You can turn it over on the back and take notes from the message that we're going to be talking about, and then we're going to have an opportunity that we're going to be able to work together and work through some things. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this night. God, we thank you for everyone who's here, every visitor, God, that has joined us tonight. We welcome them, and we say, God, they're only a visitor the moment they step through the doors, they become part of the family. And we welcome them into the family tonight, God. And we pray that you would speak to our hearts, to our lives tonight. God, we're willing and open to receive from your word tonight. In Jesus' name. And everyone said... Amen. I want to jump straight into the message, as I said, because I want us to have a discussion time tonight on acknowledging Him. Acknowledging Him is what we're going to be talking about. Turn to Proverbs 3, verse 5 through 6. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says this, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. And lean not on your own understandings, verse 6, in all your ways. In other words, in everything and with everything you do. Every time. Come on. In all your ways, in every way, every time, acknowledge Him. And God's promise is this. I will direct your paths. I want to talk about acknowledging God. I want to talk about how we can acknowledge God in our lives in every way that he would direct the pathways for our life. Look at verse 5 of that scripture. What do we see? It says first that we've got to trust in God. I believe first you've got to believe in God. You've got to have trust in God. You've got to give him our life. You've got to give him your life and hopefully every one of us have got that down. If we haven't, at least we're in the process of giving our lives over to God and saying, "God, I trust you with my life." The next part we read is this that we lean not on our Own understanding, not allowing what we do know or what allowing what we don't know to influence and take from us what He knows. Come on, I don't have all the answers, but He does. So I've got to be careful that I don't lean on my own understanding, my own interpretation of circumstances and situations, but I've got to trust God no matter what. It's sometimes a constant struggle in our lives not to lean on our own understanding. Anyone else with me on that? That we want to try and figure it all out. It's very easy for us to jump between fear and faith. It's very easy for us to jump between fear and doubt, or faith and doubt rather. It's very easy for us to jump between faith and reality. Well, I want to believe for that, but the reality is this. uh, And God, am I right for believing that or am I being foolish? It's easy, isn't it, many times, the struggle of leaning on our own understanding. But then I believe in verse 6 we can discover what is the key. I believe this is the part that unlocks it all. I didn't say it's greater than trusting him, but this is the unlocking part. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He'll take care of your life. Come on now. He'll take care. He'll direct your paths. That means when you go to work, He'll take care of that. Come on. When you're sick, He can handle that. Come on. When you're having problems, He can take care of that. Come on. If we trust in Him, if we don't lean to our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge Him, God says, I can handle every." pathway of your life. I want to give you a statement tonight. Are you ready? Listen to this. I think the Christian culture has convinced us that if we say the right things, but don't do the right things, we're okay. The Christian culture that we're in right now has basically taught us and convinced us that as long as we say the right things, if we don't do them, it's still okay. What I've just read there from Proverbs tells a different story to that. Come on, it says that I've got to acknowledge Him with my whole life and in everything I do, and then He will direct my life. Listen to me, too many Christians today say they trust in God, they say they believe in Him, but that yet their life does not acknowledge Him. Their life does not acknowledge Him. Are you living with good intentions and good words but never applying any of that truth to your life? Come on, he said we've got to acknowledge him. In all our ways, in every aspect, in every part of my life, I've got to acknowledge God. Because how can I call myself a Christian because a Christian is a follower of Christ? How can I call myself a Christian if I'm not following Christ? If I'm not living for Him, if I'm not acknowledging the fact that He's the Lord and Savior of my life. But yet we have convinced ourselves that our intentions, the fact that trusting God, that I'm believing in God. Man, I've got faith in God. I believe in God. That we've convinced ourselves that as long as I've got belief, that it's good enough. But we fail to realize that belief is not just a thought, it's an action. It's that which we need to live in our life. Come on, our Christian walk must be active. It must be up to date. When I go somewhere, I want to acknowledge God with my life. I want to acknowledge God with my words, with my attitude, with everything I am. Why? Because he promises that when I'm in relationship with him, trusting in him, having faith and not doubting, and I acknowledge him, that will unlock what? His blessing into every aspect and every area of my life. I'm going to give you a quote right now by Gandhi. Gandhi says these words, are you ready? He said, the whole world would follow Jesus if Christians actively did as Jesus said. Gandhi said, Gandhi said, the whole world would follow Jesus if Christians, what? Acknowledged Christ. If Christians did exactly what Jesus, if Christians acknowledged Christ in their walk, in their talk, in their lives, in their families, in their finances, in their ethics, in their morals, in every aspect of our life, the whole world would follow Christ. How important is it, not only for my life, but for every one of our lives to acknowledge God with everything that we are? So what does it really mean to acknowledge God? I, I need to know that because on the other side of that unlocked door is such direction for my life. In all my ways acknowledge Him and He will direct every aspect of my life. The promises that He will lead me through the pathway of life. What did David say in Psalms 23 verse 1? David said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Notice a shepherd is the one who leads. God is the one that wants to direct and lead my life. As I acknowledge him, as I say, God, I want you to be the shepherd of my life. He will lead me. It goes on to say he leads me beside the still waters in the green pastures. But look what it says in verse four. Even though I walk through the shadow of the the valley of the shadow of death. Have you ever been there? Come on, have you ever been through tough times and hard times? What does it say? I will fear no evil. Guess why? Because you are with me. You're right there. What David is saying is, God, I don't have to fear because you know what? You're the shepherd. You're right there. And you're not just a presence that says, hey, I'm over here. You're a guiding presence that wants to lead my life as I acknowledge you in my life. God, you are present and you want to lead me even through the roughest, toughest, darkest moments of my life. God, you've promised to never leave me. You've promised to never forsake me. David is telling us, and you need to hear this today, God is right there. And for most of us, we understand that because we believe that. But yet we need to put that belief into action and live a life of acknowledging Him that we say, God, I know that you're there and I'm going to follow you. Come on, when you tell me what to do and where to go, God, I'm not going to question. I'm going to follow you. Because then the promise is this, that He'll lead me through. Yea, though I walk through. Notice it's a through walk that God has taken us through. In other words, as long as I acknowledge Christ, David says, my pathway is determined. I love that. Come on, I love that. What a great thought right there. If you don't get anything else tonight, that's great. If I acknowledge Christ in my life, if I live for Him and serve Him, guess what? My pathway is determined. Satan wants to take me out of the game, but when God's on my side, I'm going to make it through. Even the darkest, hardest times, I'm going to make it through. I read this statement today. You know, sometimes God calms the storms of your life, but sometimes God allows the storms to rage, but He calms you in the storm. But you know what? We're going to make it to the other side because he's working all things together for good. Come on. I'm not going down. I'm going over. Come on, I'm going to make it. How? When I acknowledge God, He's going to direct my pathway. He's going to direct my life. You may say, well, Pastor Philip, I don't have a job. My bills are piling up. This, that. I'm telling you, live a life that acknowledges God. a Life by the Word of God. Living in obedience to God's Word and doing what His Word tells us to do. And I'm telling you, He's going to direct your paths. Come on, He's going to make valleys and and rivers in the wilderness. Come on, He's going to make the crooked path straight. That's the promise of God. But you know what? Most of us acknowledge God in this way. Hey God, what up? What up God? Glad you're here with me. That's not acknowledging God. That's realizing and recognizing that He's present. It's a big difference. Because acknowledgement is more than just recognizing and making reference to the fact that He's there. To acknowledge Him says, I know you're there and I'm going to live obedient. To your guiding presence. You see, acknowledging God is to live by His instruction. To say, my life is not mine, but my life is yours. God, I surrender, I give everything. To live by acknowledging God is to follow His word. Not just, what up, homie, how's it going? He's in the house, yeah. It's saying, God, I know you're here for what reason? To lead my life. And I'm going to be obedient. And I'm going to follow you. I'm going to trust you. Too many people want to follow God's word at their interpretation. What they think it says. I'm telling you, you follow it how you think it, you're not going to find directed paths. You're not going to find a determined pathway. But when you follow his word as he says, come on, he's going to turn situations and circumstances around and he's going to work it in your favor. Let me give you an example of this, about recognizing and acknowledging the difference. In a marriage situation, you make a commitment to each other and you... Have a wedding day and you give a vows to each other and you give a ring. That's symbolic of the fact of the union that you have. So you can do all of that. Do you realize you can do all of that but yet not have an acknowledgement of marriage? What do I mean by that? You can have all the pieces in place. You can have a marriage on a piece of paper and say that's our home, that's what we are, but yet have no life together have no intimacy with each other and have no love in the home. Come on, think about that. You can recognize the fact that we're married, but to acknowledge the fact is something different because it says, I'm going to do what I need to do. And I'm going to be what I need to be. Do you see how our relationship can so easily get like that? That on paper, hey, I'm a Christian. I came down the front. I said yes to Jesus. I I got a Bible. I read the Bible. I pray. That's recognizing Christ, but are you acknowledging him in your life? Are you living an up to date relationship? Are you living, are you serving God? You see, God's word is absolute truth. And I would say that for a reason. I'm not just saying that. God's word is absolute truth. It's the only absolute truth in this world, is the word of God. And that means this. When we talk about God's word being absolute truth, it means this. That even without you, it's still truth. Even without you, it's still truth. God doesn't have to have you to believe in the Bible for it to be true. It's true without you. With or without you, it's the truth. Come on now, everyone with me. Absolute truth doesn't need you. But why would you and I want to live without that truth? That's the question. I wouldn't want to. But living by God's word doesn't make it any more truthful, but it just makes my life complete. As I serve God, it doesn't make his word any more truthful, because it's truth, with or without me. But you know what happens when I live by the truth? It makes my life complete. Notice what happens. My pathway is determined. My pathway as I acknowledge him in all my ways. He takes care of me. As I trust him and turn my life onto him, I discover that missing link, that void that I was looking for in all the wrong places and discover that truth is only found in God. So tonight, here's the question I want to ask. Is your life truly acknowledging God? Is your life truly acknowledging God? Francis Assisi said this. He said, preach the gospel by any means possible. And if needed, use words. Preach the gospel by any means possible. And if needed, use words. Words should be the last resort, not the first resort. Come on, the first resort of who we are and acknowledging Christ in our lives should be the way we live our lives. Come on, it should be the actions of our lives in everything we do. Can people watch your life? Can people watch my life on mute and say he or she still lives for God? If they were to mute your life right now, could they come to a conclusion, wow, that person still loves God? You know, the sad reality is that some of you, your life would probably be better and mute because then we wouldn't have to hear all the junk and filth that comes out of your mouth all the time. But that's not what we're talking about, is it? We're not talking about silencing the critic. We're not talking about silencing, but we're talking about if that was taken away from us, what is the acknowledgement of our life? What would our life say? What would our life be? Well, pastor, you know what? None of us are perfect. We're all human. Yeah, that's true but don't you think God knows that better than we do? Don't you think God knows that about our lives? He knows it greater than we do, and that is still not an excuse for us to live a life that fails to acknowledge Him. You know what acknowledging God means? That sometimes I'm going to mess up. Come on, but what do I do when I mess up? Come on, what do I do when I mess up? What did David do? I love David in the Bible. David turned back to God and he repented. Read it for yourself in Psalms 51. David says, have mercy on me, God. In verse 2, he says, and wash me totally from my iniquity. He says, cleanse me. Verse 10, he says, create in me, God, a clean heart. And renew a right spirit in me. He's asking for forgiveness. He messed up. He failed God. But you know what he said? God, even in my point of failure, when I repent to you, I can once again acknowledge you and show your grace and your mercy to others. Because he begins to talk about, may others see my life. And the testimony of what I am. You see, as David asks for forgiveness, I want to tell you this because some of you may say there's no way I can acknowledge God with my life because of all the things that I've done. When I walk into certain settings and certain places, people say, oh, there's such and such. And oh, we know who they are. We know what they have done. You see how the enemy can come in and say, you can't acknowledge God. There's no way he can direct all your paths because you're screwed up and messed up. I'm telling you tonight, if you have messed up, it's okay. Why? Because when David asked for forgiveness, he ended up not being known by being a murderer or an adulterer. That's what he was. Come on, he did those things. That was part of his story. But can I tell you what the end of David's story is? He's a man after the heart of God. That's what the Bible says of him. That's how he's known. That's how he's defined. Not as a murderer, not as an adulterer, but he's defined as a man after God's own heart. Listen to me today. When I live a life that truly acknowledges God, my mistakes will not be my legacy. Come on, they will not define or determine my life. Why? Because his pathway never stops at defeat, but walks right through it. Isaiah 43 verse 2, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. What is the promise that he's given us? We're not going to be drowned. We're not going to be burned. It doesn't matter what we've done and where we've been. If we say, God, I trust in you. I believe in you with all of my life and I want to acknowledge you in everything I am. God says, I'm right there to help you and be with you. Wow, what a promise. You'll go through the water, but you won't be drowned. You'll go through the fire, but you won't be burnt. Our stupidity and foolishness can put us in some tough spots. But what's important is what we do next. As we acknowledge him, He takes us on from there. Come on, as we acknowledge him, he takes us on from there. You see, it's not about what we've done, it's about what we do. Come on, it's not about what we've done. It's about what we choose now to do. There may be consequences for what we've done. But even those consequences are not the end. They're just a stepping stone onto your future in him. We cannot change what's been done. I wish we could. I wish there was a delete button on my life in many times and I could press delete. I wish there was a power button sometimes that you could just shut the whole thing down, you know what I'm saying? And reboot it all up again. We can't do that in ourselves because we can't turn back time. But we can refuse to waste the new moments and the time that we have ahead of us and can say, God, I want to live a life that acknowledges you. I know what I've done. But God, has through your grace and your mercy, it's no longer who I was, but it's who I am and who you're making me to become. Acknowledging God in my life. The Bible speaks about redeeming the time. That I can redeem the time. The Bible speaks about God will give me back the years that the locusts have taken. When God speaks about redeeming time and giving back, he's not talking giving us back in hours and minutes. He can't give us back time because time is gone. You can't stop time. You can't turn around time. But what God is telling us is this. God is saying that we can learn from the past mistakes... And guess what? We can now use time rightly in the future. And as we acknowledge Him and live for Him, guess what God's going to do? He's going to cause our life to be so fruitful and blessed that the unfruitfulness of the past will be erased and forgotten because of the future that He has. You see, when you acknowledge God with your life, you realize this. He's not about your past. He's only about your future and that which is ahead of you. In all your ways... Even when I mess up, yes. Repent, cry out, acknowledge God, say, God, I need you. And guess what the promise is? As I acknowledge him, his promises are still the same. He's going to direct my path. Trust in the Lord with all of my heart. Lean not on my own understanding. In all my ways, acknowledge him. And what does he want to do? He wants to direct my path. Direct my path. Direct my path. path. Here's what I want us to do tonight for just a few moments. I want us to pair up with someone. Can we do that? Can you find someone and have at least a pen between you? If you need some pens, we've got some that we can hand out to you. I want you to pair up with someone. If you've got a husband and wife near you, you can pair up with them. You can split up and pair up with someone else. But what I want you to do for just a few minutes, for about 5-10 minutes, I want you to go through this sheet if you could. What does it mean to acknowledge him in my words, in my thoughts, in my actions? What does it mean? Just begin to write that down with the help of someone, just to discuss it with each other. What does it mean to acknowledge God in my home? Come on, what does it mean to acknowledge God in my marriage and family, in my physical body, in my finances, in my community, in my work, in my neighborhood? What does it mean to acknowledge God in every aspect of my life? Has everyone got someone? Come on, there's more sheets. Where's the sheets? Have you got them? Go, who does not have a sheet? If you don't have a sheet, and come on, who does not have someone to sit with? Has everyone got someone? Rena, you don't have a sheet? There you go. Who is missing a person? Is there anyone missing a person? Mum needs one. Ronnie's missing a person. Pete, do you have a person? David's missing a person. Is anyone missing? Who's missing someone? Come on, just for a few moments, just go through it together. Just ask. There's no right or wrong answers come on, what does it mean to acknowledge Him? What does it mean to live for Him? What does it mean to serve Him in these key areas in my life? Stay where you're at. You can stay seated with each other. Um, if you want to just finish off that question where you're at. But here's what I want to say as we're just finishing off. Aren't you so glad that no matter what you are, in your own opinion what you may be in someone else's opinion, that your life can still acknowledge God. That God still chooses to say, that's my child, and gives you and I the opportunity. How many have got some bad stuff in your past that you wouldn't want everyone in here to know? Huh? But aren't you glad that God says, hey, that's my child. He acknowledges us. And when we choose to acknowledge Him, the promise is He's going to direct every path. I saw this in such a new light the other day. My God, thank God for belief. Thank God for trusting in God. And God, help me not to try and lean on my own understanding. But the key to it, all I saw was that I have to acknowledge Him in my life and everything. So come on right now. What does it mean to acknowledge Him in your words, thought, actions? Come on, who wants to shout out? Shout out nice and loud for us all. Come on, who's going to shout out the answers right now? Come on, who's got something right now? Come on, shout it out. What's it mean to acknowledge God in your words, thought or actions? Don't gossip. Awesome, awesome. Anyone else? Come on. Stay positive. Come, come on, go. Anyone? Stay focused. Stay focused. Always thank him. Come on, allow him to renew our minds. Shout out loud. Follow him. Come on, come on, to live a life that blesses God and all those wonderful things. Come on, who else has got something? What does it mean? Shout out Miss D, I can't hear. Don't Don't judge a book by the cover. Read it first. Helping others. Come on, who else over here in the cheap seats? Live by His Word. That's just, we're just talking about our words and thoughts. Come on, avoid the wrong thoughts when they come in. Come on, we've got to renew our minds. Allow our minds to be renewed. Come on, we've got to refuse to speak negative words. Come on, everyone at work is looking when the boss is a jerk. Come on, and everyone's waiting for you to agree with him. But you know what? Make your boss look good because guess what? He'll get promoted and then you can have his job. Come on now. If you want to get rid of a bad boss, make him look good or her look good and they'll get promoted and then you can take their job. How's that? You see how we can acknowledge God? How many of you would say right now, man, I've messed up in acknowledging God with my words and my thoughts and my actions just even today. Come on. God said I'll direct your path if you acknowledge me. Come on, this is not a guilt trip, but we've got to realize this. We've got to put a guard on our hearts and our minds and our lives. Come on, what does it mean to acknowledge God in our homes and in our marriages? Come on, shout out right now. Put God first. Okay? Pray and read together. To lead by example. Don't be selfish. Be the spiritual leader. Be the spiritual leader. Come on. See my spouse as Christ. Love them unconditionally. Give respect to your husband and let them love you in return. Come on. Realize that God didn't make us to complete, compete, but God made us to complete each other. Come on. We're not about competition, it's about completion. God made us. Come on, we need to acknowledge God more in our marriages, in our homes, in what we say and what we do. Come on, we've got to focus on the spiritual more than the physical in our relationships. Come on, if it's right with God, then it's going to be right with them. Being a spiritual example, taking the weights off of them and the things of their life, amen? So what about in your physical body? How can I acknowledge God in my physical body? Come on, shout out. Believing that he's a healer, that he can heal me. Awesome. Knowing that our bodies is a temple and handling it as such. Eating healthy. Woo! Now we're preaching in the house. Come on, exercise. Exercise is not this with a remote. Come on, that's thumb exercise. We don't need thumb exercise. Come on. We need knees and elbows and hips. That's what we need to be exercising. Come on. Anything else with our physical bodies? Come on. There you go. Staying away from those things. Holy ground. Come on. Come on. A Divided house, the Bible says, won't stand. So if we've got a divided house, come on. We're not going to stand. Come on. No pornography. Good. Awesome. Come on, make it clear and plain in the house. Come on, let's talk about it. We've got to. Here's a good thing about our physical bodies. Are you ready? Rest. R-E-S-T. Not five-hour energy. R-E-S-T. We don't need five-hour energy if we would just have eight hours sleep. You've got to sleep. You've got to sleep. You've got to sleep. The world today is crashing. And, and the addictions because of the lack of rest in our bodies. Our bodies have to have rest in order to be able to function. Come on. So how do we acknowledge God in our finances? Who wants to shout out in our finances? Come on, shout out. Praise God, man. We must have had the biggest offering we have ever had tonight. We've got all the tithers in the house missions. You know what? We talk about that a lot, but I'm telling you, you put God first financially in your life and he will direct every pathway. You acknowledge him with his tithe and you bring to him. Excited about November. The whole month is going to be talking about thanks and bringing. We're going to be talking about the importance of bringing back to God and tithes and offerings and giving to God. Come on, who else in your finances? Stay out of debt. Stay out of debt. Awesome. Budget. Budget's not just a car rental company. <laughs> Something you need to do. Come on. Here's being a good steward. If you're good with a little, he'll bless you with much. Remember, stewardship is taking care of that which is not yours. So everything you have is not yours. He's given it to you. Come on. There you go. Not stealing off the clock, even at work. When you're supposed to be there at 8, be there at 8. When you're supposed to leave at 2, leave at 2. Don't leave at 1.55 because everyone else is. If you're supposed to be there at 8, you need to be there at 7.50, ready to function at 8. Have your coffee in your hand and ready to go, not clock in and then get your coffee. What about this one? If you want help and you can acknowledge God in your finances, here's a good way. Ask for help if you need it. Come on, if you need help financially, we've got Mr. Dan, we've got others here that can help you. Ask for help. Here's another way you can acknowledge God in your finances. Some of you need to do some plastic surgery. Cut up your credit cards. Come on now cut up those credit cards what about the next one in our community at our work at our neighborhood how can I acknowledge God giving out out tracks good invite Invite people to the church pray for those spread the word the widow and the orphan take care of the people around you give the bible Bible out in the neighborhoods Volunteer. volunteer and help Come on, come on, help people. Tell people about Jesus. Make time for people. Know someone's yard. Be kind. Make time. Be helpful. Be compassionate. Come on, be friendly. Man, do we underestimate the power in those things. We really do. Remember this church has no walls. I wish someone hadn't have stolen the name already, but there's a church in Florida that's called Without Walls. It's the name of their church. Without Walls is the name of their church because church is without walls. It's not just a building. Come on, we are the church. Got to acknowledge Him in our communities and everything we do. Last but not least, so how in my everyday life can I acknowledge God? Come on, shout it out. Prayer. Live a Christian life, an example. Love the house. Be thankful. Live by His Word. Read His Word. Be led by the Spirit. Surrender. Make Him Lord of your life. Go to church. Love it, Abraham. Preach it, man. Prioritize God. Have godly morals. Have godly standards. Come on, know a daily time of prayer, a daily time of the Word. Have some quiet time with God. Get alone with God. You see, there's a lot of other things that we could talk about tonight, but I wanted you to see the fact of the importance of acknowledging God. Let me ask you this question, then I'm going to sum it all up and let you go tonight. What do you think would happen to our church, to this community, to this town, to our families? What do you think would really begin to happen if we really did acknowledge God in every aspect of our lives? Do you think we'd still have financial problems? There would be struggles. The building wouldn't be big enough. We wouldn't have to worry about that wayward child and that wayward son and that wayward husband. Why? Because I'm telling you, as we trust God and acknowledge Him with our lives, the promises, He shall direct every aspect and every part of our life. I want us to see that. So what do we do? Yes, of course we trust Him completely. He said, trust in the Lord with all of your hearts. Of course we trust Him. Of course it's important for us. And yes, we can't lean on our own understanding. I I, I can't figure it all out. And don't try to figure it all out on your own. That's what it means. But to acknowledge Him is key. I like what the message Bible says of Proverbs 3, 6. It says, listen to God's voice in everything you do and everywhere you go. What does it mean to acknowledge Him? Listen to God's voice in everything you do. And everywhere you go. Then what? God will keep your life, your marriage, your finances, your health, your home completely on track. Come on, He'll keep it on track. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He'll what? He'll direct your path. Come on, He'll put your life back on track. Come on, we've got to acknowledge God with everything that we have in our lives. Would you stand to your feet with me tonight? Precious Jesus. I hope you learned something tonight. I hope you've been challenged tonight. And I want you to leave here and I want you to challenge each other. And, and even to, when you get home with your spouse and with people around you, have accountability with some people and, and let them, you know, hey, you know, did you acknowledge God today at work? Let them question you. Did you acknowledge God in how you handled that situation? Was that acknowledging God? And challenge your life I'm telling you because I believe the acknowledging Him is the key that unlocks the blessings and the favor of God upon every aspect of your life. Come on, let's pray tonight and ask God just to bless us in every way. Dear Heavenly Father, we just pray that God our lives would acknowledge You. God, we like David tonight cry out to You and say, create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit, a steadfast spirit. A spirit that doesn't go one way and then the other. But a steadfast, sound spirit that is turned on to you, God. Build that inside of us. That God, our lives, our walk, our talk, our example at work, in our bodies physically, every aspect of our lives, in our marriages, in our finances. God, that we would please you, that we would acknowledge you. We would live by the instruction of your word. Because God, your promise is that in all our ways, as we acknowledge you, you'll direct every path. And God, there's some pathways right now that we need help in. God, but as we acknowledge you, God, we trust that you're going to take care. Because we're not going to lean on our own understanding. We're going to trust you. And we're going to live the life. And God, through living the life, we believe that, God, you're going to unlock the doors of the opportunities that need to be made. In Jesus' name, amen. Just before we dismiss, is there anyone tonight? Because the greatest way anyone could acknowledge God is to say, God, I need you as Lord and Savior. Is there anyone here tonight that would say, Pastor, I need to give my life to Christ. I need to make sure I'm right with Christ. Is there anyone here tonight that we could pray with you? Is there anyone? Anyone that would say, that's me. I just want God in my life. And I just want him... All over my life and in everything I am. Praise God. Listen, we love you all so much. Be back on Sunday. Be back with us Sunday. And we're going to have a great time in the house. If you want to help. With- you